Leaving a company can be quite a messy affair, you know. When someone decides to walk out that door, it's not always a pretty picture, right? They might be chasing after a better job, a more awesome boss, greater opportunities for growth, or a better workplace culture. It's all about finding that better thing, right? When that occurs, it means your current company is no longer your cup of tea. Things have changed, and it's just not the same as it used to be. So naturally, some relationships may suffer, and bridges may need rebuilding. But how can we make sure it doesn't turn into a messy situation? And why is it even important, considering you have found something better? To discuss more on this, we have with us Mr. Anil Nair. Anil Nair, the first Indian invited to Saatchi and Saatchi's Global Leadership Board, boasts a 25-year career collaborating with renowned companies like McCain and DDB. He holds the 15th spot in India's influential advertising and media industry. Anil is now an entrepreneur, investor, and mentor involved in startups such as the Pretty Geeky and Goodwind Moto Tours, alongside other advisory roles. From transitioning dilemmas like quitting or switching your job to the dreaded career breaks, from make-or-break situations like negotiating CTCs or handling feedback between peers, to people-related complexities like handling a difficult manager or a toxic work environment, Workwise we cover it all. Hi, welcome to Workwise with Nokri, a show to help you work better and accelerate your career. Welcome, Anil, to Workwise with Nokri. Thank you so much. I really uh, look forward to sharing some interesting nuggets from what I've learned in my life and what I'm now continuing to learn now. Anil, have you ever felt like that you walk up to your boss one fine day and say, you know, I quit to help with your job, keep it to you, and just in that angry mood, feel like throwing off those papers at him? It happens in the movies, right? <laughs> uh, well, uh, it must be a very long time back. And I've actually actively quit twice from a workplace. So if I look back at the first instance, yes, it was uh, a reactionary uh, step towards uh-huh. something that I quite didn't agree with. And the mm-hmm. second one, I would call it the more opportunistic one. Uh, neither was uh, the, the particular instance would be very dramatic, you know, like in the movies. Uh, the first one, especially though the sentiment behind that was a bit, uh, you know, dramatic, but the, you know, the, the, the physical act wasn't that dramatic, but it kind of stretched on. And I'm, and I'm an ancient piece. So this is the nineties that I'm talking about the first one and the second mm-hmm. one too, when I quit from a fairly decent, uh, you know, settled stuff, but very often than not, uh, you know, this is what I feel that I don't see this dramatic, uh, uh, events happening at the point of quitting, but there are some dramatic events before that quitting, right? That led to that quitting. So that's where, you know, what I can think of my personal experience. And I'm actually thinking about, well, uh, you know, have, you, have I seen people doing that? Yes, a few, a few, not too many. Yeah. So in these like dramatic events, generally the relationship between the person and the manager and supervisor that gets affected. So probably how can we prevent such kind of instances where we just cross the limits and as such, we just burn the bridges between two people. So my point of view is quitting is the final act, right? 
it, there are many acts before that. The, the issue is there. It's not at the quitting. And I recently read a report from one of the leading human resources consulting firms, and especially with India, is that uh, one in two, I mean, it came to 53%, one in two quitting is either quitting a toxic boss or a toxic workplace. Many other times you think that uh, people are leaving for better opportunity or better post or a better company. No, it's not. They're leaving a bad a workplace or a bad organization or a bad culture and and the representative of the cultures as a human being you need to understand that everyone has their own personal goals personal motives the quicker that you understand that you know then you will probably know that this person is likely to do that right it's like the you know when you join the army uh, there is an assumption that everyone wants to be a peak fighting a soldier at the end of the day. So they're willing to go through all the hardship and they're going to put, put through that. But it's not how the workplace uh, is, right? And uh, let me, I'm just going to state a controversial topic here. I've, I've said that in a few places and, you know, raise a few eyebrows. I don't believe there is something called a team. It doesn't work. It's a mythical, mythical thing. There's nothing called a team. It is a group of motivated individuals coming to fulfill a personal agenda, okay? And who's willing to work for that in a group. Right. Mm -hmm. So there is this thing called team goals makes no sense to people because I don't see if I don't see my goal in that team goal, Mm -hmm. it's not something that I'm going to do that. So many bosses make this mistake of in team Mm -hmm. and all of that. It doesn't work. Right. It's individual first always. Because if you actually look at the boss himself, it is individual first. Right. He is looking at the next Mm -hmm. step. He's looking at his position. But then he should not be worrying that if someone is leaving the team because he team is bigger than individual. But why does he get upset? Mm-hmm. The fact that he's also, so mm-hmm. everyone is thinking about self, but then it can result in chaos if you just let that go. So what you do is to organization put a collective framework to drive this individual ambitions forward. This is interesting for me to understand the word team, the way you defined yeah. it. You said that there's one is the individual's own goals, aspirations, yeah. which is being fulfilled by a group of people who are coming together. But then that's, with everyone, right? Everyone has their own set of aspirations. Yeah. And it is fair enough to call a group of people as a team. Let me understand how important is it to maintain a positive relationship when leaving a company? Generally, when someone joins, he has a certain set of expectations from the role that he's supposed to serve or the culture that he's supposed to experience. Then if things don't work out the way he expected, he might have disappointment. And he might want to leave on a like bad note. So how do you maintain that positive relationship? Okay, again, uh, it's a very, very, very relevant topic. And in the last decade, I have seen it firsthand. And I'm also hearing so many issues of people leaving badly, right? So, so it's called the leaving badly is about either could be a very strong emotional response or not fulfilling their responsibility and just walking off. I quit. All of that, right? I think somewhere there's a cultural thing which is happening around the world. The patience levels have come down overall. So if you if you were to broadly divide it into Gen Z, you know, you know, all of that, and millennials, and now Gen X or whatever that you call them, each generation has a different response mechanism to a situation. But what they don't realize is that they are living in a very connected world. The connected world means that you know, it's a good old day. Somebody quit a company. There is very rare chances of their paths ever cross. <laughs> but today, in an extremely dynamic world, like you might quit your boss who you believe is a toxic 
guy and you yell and shout at him and because you are leaving now you are it's your time to give give it to him right but you never know because you might go out to become a startup owner and one fine day you find this guy sitting on the other side of the table where he can sign on on a purchase that is going to define your startup you know first revenue you have to think about that moment that consequence because we live in a connected world people are very very dynamic in terms of their career choices they flip industries they flip uh, an entire thing people are moving into probably from a corporate world to a gig economy or a creator economy and suddenly one fine day okay listen this a decision to sponsor my little music gig lies with this fellow oh yeah i mean <laughs> whom i kind of gave a earful when i left i shouldn't have done that so the the, the fact is very simple is that you're living in a connected world you are more likely to cross uh, people or this person can be a reference for someone else who would want to do business with you or want to hire you at a later date it's not necessarily in the same industry because you know you just go to linkedin today and two degrees of separation you know the world right it's going to catch up with with you it's absolutely life hierarchy i'm not saying career hierarchy to do this this mistake but they're not enough because end of the day people are saying okay that that situation demand okay that he was so bad that it's fine that you did it anyone would have done it yes that is fine but what's going to happen ahead in your life you can't go and correct that aspect of it so even if you're extremely tempted try not to do this ever with anyone it reminds me of an instance where one of my known ones he was working with a leading it company and he left the company while he was leaving his boss gave him a lot of bb 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 because of certain reasons and securities so this guy was leaving for his masters from a very premium institution in this country he went there for his executive mba came back after a year and joined the same company as the boss of his boss and that boss was in a bad shape after that absolutely, because absolutely. of what he did so the same for the bosses as well you know they think that they can do anything to their juniors not realizing that Absolutely. things might turn correct because you know this boss tomorrow will get a fantastic opportunity and you move somewhere and then this guy he once literally toiled over coal okay uh, is sitting in a position of prominence somewhere else which is going to make a decision you know and that can change his life's trajectory absolutely in fact funny enough like you what you said i have not that's a dramatic story but there is a story of some guy who left the organization that i was part of and uh, well i was the ceo of the company and uh, really left it and went and badmouth us to the world right which in a connected world i get to know and i was very disappointed over the fact that he he left all smiling but he carried really huge grudge uh, in his back pocket and that he was like you know for no reason was doing it eventually he had to come to me for a recommendation because he became a filmmaker and the studio head who's going to put him on the ott is a dear friend of mine and i'm sure he would have cringed and he reached out to me literally i felt that his own uh, ego his, his own being i could feel him feeling small doing that because he knows that what he did at the back and that's that's terrible and okay it would have brushed my ego up uh, a few notches but that was not the point i was i was seeing that how miserable he was to ask me can you not uh, you know it's not recommend me but you not 
put a negative word if you can for all the <laughs> sins that i've committed and and it's sad right it can happen yes so true so in this scenario what is the right way to communicate to your manager supervisor that you plan to leave the right words right tone yeah so it all all depends on organization to organization and boss to boss but i believe that communicate the word that you said communicate is the most important aspect and communicate well in advance and early enough so that see many a times what happen people anticipate a very sharp reaction from the other side and push it till a particular point and then communicate and then two things happen one is the expected reaction do happen it's not going to go away right the second thing is you also made the situation worse by communicating it so late to say listen i'm i have to leave by this date i can't even give you one day more because that is you know because we, that's the condition for me to join the other place and that's within his right to give only that let's say 60 day notice period but you knew 100 days before you were going right mm. if possible communicate to say the lesson i'm likely to leave mm. there is something really good that i want has come my way so i'm giving you a heads up i'm not putting in my papers i'll put in your papers when you tell me to of course you get the same reaction when you do that you know let's say 40 days later but in this way the initial reaction is the only reaction that you will get after that then it's a question of okay how do we handle the situation but if you completely make the other guy absolutely helpless because you're just giving mm-hmm. a very short notice exactly by mm-hmm. by the letter of law then that guy would say that hey listen that you literally leave me hanging here because you know we are in the middle of an important project and you know it's not going to the new guy who is going to take so much of time at least you know if i were to even think of promoting someone from within the ranks to do that i need time so number one communicate and communicate in time is the is the first and the most important uh, advice that i can give anyone the second thing is when you're communicating like in life when you give bad news you have to expect a reaction from the other person but if you are afraid of the reaction then there is something terribly wrong because you have already taken the decision you know to go beyond that. so don't be afraid of that reaction it is be anticipate the reaction okay and second thing is stay calm in the entire process stay calm so that you know you will re- use the right words now i can tell you to be brutally honest and say the truth sometimes it's not the right thing to do don't be brutally honest don't say the truth go oh, i am going to give tell him that you know i am leaving because it sucks or whatever maybe you can put it in such a way that saying that maybe it is my kind of a person will not work in this kind of an environment and therefore i am taking myself out of it so that you can go forward it's another way of saying the listen you made me you know it's very difficult for me to work in this environment right so you have to find that ways because you also have to have a good judgment of the boss and the culture of the organization some organizations are okay with people leaving and uh, want things to be done in a particular way and don't care about how it is done so no point of you giving a very honest deep feedback it's going to really cut ties it can only go, get into argument so you better preserve yourself extricate yourself out of the thing by being right so if you in your head honestly believe that you've been fair to the uh, the entire organization because you're going to join another organization or you tomorrow you're going to be running an organization or you you know which way you expect the same thing to happen to you so you you have to give the other what you are expecting from others and that's the ground rule so true 
something like, you know, that how can I be most helpful to the team in this entire transition period? That can be a better statement than just saying that, you know, I'm like, like leaving, you can take care of it. Because the way you contribute, it can speak a lot about your character and the way you look at the team and the growth. Very important point. So I have to th- do three things. One is communicate, communicate early. Second thing is mm-hmm. be extremely helpful with the entire transition process. Okay. Yes. Offer that genuinely. And three, which is very important, till the last day, because you are earning an emolument or a salary, which is almost mm-hmm. broken down to the day. You can't say I am in my notice period and hence I am, you know, <laughs> you don't do that, right? You can't do that. It happens. It always happens. <laughs> the moment you resign and come out of the room, then you are switched off. I'm free. I'm free. I'm chilling. I'll I'm come. Free. That doesn't work. So true. So how do we balance this productivity and professionalism during this notice period? Knowing that, you know, nobody can do anything to me. That's what the person thinks. And he gives excuses and gives reasons because he knows it. That somewhere or the other, he have an, he has an escape route. So the productivity does get impacted. What do we do? So obviously, 100% productivity from a person who's bailed out of the team for whatever reason is an unrealistic expectation. To have working at 20% is also not fair. So the organization immediately to calibrate the fact that we have one person in the team who is now on his way out. So you can't give the most important assignments and most critical assignments to that person. You just look at a quick transition as much as possible and get them to be productive. The fact is, it's very simple. You are you are expecting the organization to give you all your dues, everything which is rightfully yours. So then be a professional. And that this is where professionalism comes in. People use this term professional uh, without understanding what professionalism is actually is. A professionalism is irrespective of the future state, which is whether I'm going to be part of this organization or not, I have to clock in the minimum expectation, which could be eight hours of work, and trying to complete the work that has been given to me, which if our work takes four hours, then I don't drag it to eight hours and 12 hours and try and, you know, push it to the next day or whatever it is. So these are the, you know, right way to just improve your professional skills itself. So I believe notice period is a wonderful time for someone to grow as a professional. People don't take their reputation too seriously. Do you feel that way? Especially in, in this generation where they know that they have a lot of opportunities and not realizing that it's impacting their reputation in a, in a way. I, I agree with you. And it's alarming for me because it's, a, it's such a uh, stupid uh, notion that the opportunities are plenty. Now, you speak to our my friends in IT and ITES where you went into tech jobs and big companies where they started laying off by the thousands, right? Layoffs were only in the hundreds before, but layoffs have now become in the thousands in these kind of places. So uh, two years back, I'm sitting with three offer letters, four offer letters, right? And even not even letting the other know that I'm joining here and not turn up on the day of joining because it was that gone other days. It can happen. The uncertainty is the new reality, right? If you do this, it's going to catch up on you. It's not, again, not mumbo-jumbo of karma that I'm talking about. This is the reality. You will have any sector facing, catching this virus of, you know, sudden downsizing, sudden change of uh, professional requirements and all of that can happen. 
and you have built a lifestyle based on the fact that you're going to earn more today than what you earned yesterday and you're going to get that you know that's going to hit you so bad that you wouldn't know what to do you know even if you're best of, you're well behaved and everything and layoffs are layoffs you can't do it but then what happens is when the opportunity becomes from thousands to few tens the the best ones means not just the most capable ones but the ones that who are better team players or individuals who relationships come in play that you know it is that old boss of yours who now moved from IBM to Google who you call up and say i'm out of work for 2 years can you do okay he will try and find a fit for you somewhere because he's seen you you know busting your backside even on a notice period and really helping out even after you moved so what final words of advice would you offer to individuals who are considering leaving their current employment if you have to sum it up that okay this is what you need to do a blueprint maybe which they need to follow please remember that you know you have to be a professional first resignation is not a kind of a free uh, run that you can have for the time that the organization is going to pay you and you cannot work okay you don't you don't need to work resignation is just a step towards you moving to another one you just see it as just a step one of those milestones only which will allow you to give this organization a time to dealing from there the second thing is that you know as i said earlier please give the organization fair to the organization how bad the organization is please give it time most importantly you are being accountable to yourself you are making an example for yourself that okay this is the right behavior okay and other you need to feel good of the fact that even when you know i quit i did my part right just just be cognizant of that yeah this adds so much of value and i'm sure that all those who listen to this will get a broader perspective they will not just live in their own shell in their own circle and think that they are doing really well and nobody or no they don't need anyone certainly they would need someone as they move ahead in life absolutely always Thank you so much, Anil. It was a pleasure having you on the show and uh, this podcast. A lot of insights. I took or got a lot of validation to what what I had in my head before this podcast. Your experience, your years of experience, have definitely added a flavor to this entire conversation. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for having me. Thank you for a very interesting and stimulating conversation. So really, really, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Workwise with Nokri. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this. Also, do share this with your friends who would benefit from this episode. I'm Devas Gupta, and you're listening to Workwise with Nokri, a career podcast from Nokri.com, produced by Wine Studio.